The Aruga Podcast. Somehow somebody's always looking the other way. Now look at these guys. They look busy, right? Have you watched the History Channel after like 9 p.m. and it's just like aliens, and <laughs> yeah. Nazis, and <laughs> dude, the Cold War, and, and Antarctica. How there's bomb shelters in Antarctica. Oh yeah, and there's a hole in the bottom. Like no, there's actually you go to the poles <laughs> yeah. of the Earth. And no, I'm, I'm uh-huh. serious. I'm, I'm like, telling dude, you. Do you believe in hollow Earth theory? And there's we- a giant hole. It's mm-hmm. a gaping hole. And you mm-hmm. go in this hole, and what's actually down there, and what's what's actually inside the Earth. Or dinosaurs. Yes. And other, uh, more advanced humans. More advanced aliens. But these guys are the ones responsible for genetically engineering the first humans in sub-Saharan Africa around 200,000 years ago. So think about us like barnacles on the bottom of a ship. You know, we just are this like gross, gross moss that uh-huh. just that just grows on outside of the ship. But on inside the ship, there's more advanced beings. And when I refer to this ship, I mean Earth. So yeah, yeah. Welcome to the op. Be sure to check out Aruga's shop. We make shirts and hoodies that are comfortable and stylish. Follow at shop Aruga and visit arugastore.com. That is O-R-U-G-A store.com. Beat produced by Saipuda. Check him out at saipudabeats.com. How you doing, Kyle? It's good to see you, man. It's It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. It's great to be here. The smile on your face when you talk about your girl is great. (laughs) It's great. You're all giddy. Just right off the bat. We're just going with it. For sure. I mean, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. Okay. I, I smile. I think everyone should smile when they think about their significant other. I think it's a, I think it's always a really, it's a really good thing when you just like, you think about them and you just feel exactly what you felt the first time you met them. Sure. I think sure. that's. And that means that you had a good first experience when you met her? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. It was, it was interesting because we didn't. We eased into meeting each other because we were around each other a lot for drum corps because we okay. met, we marched to, we marched together in a DCI corps called the Cadets. Okay. And I'm in the, I was in the drum line. She was in the color guard. Classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the color guard? What does that mean? So the color guard is a section, it's a visual performance uh, as opposed to the musical performance that the band does. Sure. The color guard like spins flags and they toss rifles. They toss. They toss everything. Mm-hmm. They toss and they spin. Um, Phallic symbols. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no. yeah. But they toss either a of flag course. or a, a rifle or a saber. Okay. Or they'll dance. Okay. Cool. And it's they do a lot of very intricate sort of stuff. Not, I don't really understand most of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. 
Okay. Um, she'll explain a little bit. Um, of, like, some, the choreography? She'll explain some choreography. She'll drop, like, words, and she'll drop terms that I don't quite understand what they mean. Yeah, 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 of course. And I'll just have to be sitting there like, yep, mm-hmm, I know, I know what this means. <laughs> and then she'll explain it, and yeah. I'll just, yep, You I just know. gloss over? Well, it's not that I gloss over. It's, it's just so much to memorize. Right. I mean, it's a lot that a normal performer has to spend years to master the art, mm-hmm. like, for themselves. And so it makes it difficult to just kind of catch on to everything when you're n- simply next to it and not too committed to actually being great at it yourself. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's one thing to watch something, mm-hmm. but it's, other, it's another thing to do it. Yeah. Constantly and know what all the little intricate moves and yeah. You can tell by somebody, if somebody can speak about it well, they've done it for a long time. Like that, they call that like expert language. Mm-hmm. When you start, when they start speaking, you're like, this is a foreign language. I know you're speaking the same language, but you're using <laughs> terms that are like so beyond my no. expertise that it's like crazy, right? Yeah, and it, you know there's like a whole web of knowledge right about that that you're just you have no access to mm-hmm it's a i like i like um a great example or like a metaphor is like you painting this one spot over and over until the paint starts to mound up and turn to, into a mountain mm-hmm. and you're like you're just adding a layer of paint every single day and like eventually over years you get this huge thing that's just like compounded and you have so much like wealth of knowledge because you've done it every day and Mm -hmm. uh yeah yeah i don't know how i brought that into it sorry but (laughs) Um, it's okay the cat is looking adorable yeah she's always sweet and she's always just so (laughs) clueless of what's going on around her she's loafed up right now have you ever seen like those funny cat videos like the, the real short ones and they all, I feel like there's, be, there's like grown to be communities, like okay. multiple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just scrolling through my Instagram reels and I think it has decided to feed me into one of these communities because it's nothing but just cats looking like this <laughs> yeah. with their paws tucked underneath yeah, their yeah, torso. Yeah. It's great to see when cats are doing that little tuck but they're laying on glass tables and, and then, then they'll they... take photos <laughs> underneath that glass table. So you get the paws just like <laughs> stuck like all up under here and they're just right. so fluffy and it's adorable. Yeah. I have a soft spot for cats but they are kind of some of them can be mean. And she's not one of them, thank God. Oh, no. That is... Yes, she's amazing. She's, um... I, if I had a mean cat, it would be a tough... It would be a tough relationship. I, I'm going to check. I'm sorry. I'm checking on this. Oh, uh, no worries, sure man. We're ordering... Well, actually, not we. Um, Kyle is ordering some Papa John's, right? Yes. I've got a pizza coming. Shit! 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 So, um, that brings me on the topic of... Dude, I, <laughs> I saw a friend today, and this friend is a white guy, Classic. and he has and he has no affiliation with anything 
gangster at all, but he always throws gang signs when I see him. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? We're in public right now. I'm like, this shit's so embarrassing. Like, I literally say it to him every time. This shit's so embarrassing. Stop throwing gang signs you saw in a rap video. Like, what are we doing right now? Dude, he just wants you to commit to the bit. He right. wants you to, like, dab him up. Be like, hey, let's go essay or something no. like that. Shit's so good to see you. Dude, she's so good. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I need this Papa track. Uh, man. Yeah. Whenever you have a pizza order coming on the way, do you ever just like sit there and, and just watch it? And just watch it drive right. to you. Mm-hmm. Especially with DoorDash. Occasionally I'll do some DoorDash and I'll watch the person go to other restaurants as they're picking up other orders and going to other people's houses. And I, <laughs> the, the rage... Or just the, like, what the fuck are you doing? You have my food. You're letting it get cold so you can get other people's food? How dare you? And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's so addicting. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. I think the whole thing that I can see where my de- where my deliverer is, like, where the person is driving, that seems like such a problematic mm-hmm. thing. Why should I, a person who just paid for food, get to watch where someone is now? Like, that's so weird. Like, that's, like... That's but you a, get to watch where your food is going. That's so crazy. <laughs> you get to watch where your food's going. That's so stupid. Like, you get to watch your hot dog. It's like... Would you want to be a deliverer, though, and have motherfuckers like us watching where you're going, though? Like, you know what I mean? It just I feels so pizzas. weird. Okay. Do I, you actually? I do that. Okay. How do you feel about it? I don't care. You don't care? I'm You're... on the job. <laughs> okay. They know I'm coming. But it's your phone that's tracking you, though, right? Well, they're, well, they're tracking... So, I don't actually know. This is a secret that I've never been made privy to, to be honest. Okay. Because... How they track you? I think it is in the car toppers. Oh. But... But they look so old, and right. like you can't ha- like. But you're gonna put a tracking device in the car. A toppers? fucking GPS tracking device that connects know. to a fucking satellite. When I miles first... in the sky, that's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. And they're using it to track a pizza, right? A circle of bread with tomato paste and cheese right. on it. The American special. I put my heart, my blood, my sweat, my tears to this game, and. History, we in the record books. The Aruga Podcast has united with the Galactic Federation. With worldly symbols and alien logos, we celebrate our galaxy with new merch. Hope you love it and Godspeed. The American special. Yeah, yeah, and we call it Italian food, but it's not. Well, it, it, it is kind of actually, okay. or it was. Pizza was. Isn't more Greek? Well, I mean, there's. The concept of taking bread and putting stuff on it mm-hmm. is really old. That's and fair. There's very fuzzy lines as to what you could count as pizza. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really kind of difficult, but in Rome. Pizza was like, or a thing that was like pizza. Okay. Was. Like frap, like flatbread with some vegetables over top of it. Yeah, it's smeared bullcrap. Mm-hmm. Was just like poor people 
food. It was like, okay, just what poor people would have to eat. For that's sure. all they could. That's like, is it's like the scraps, right? It, basically, it was just so cheap and easy. I mean, they had so many other options too right. for cheap and easy food, but it was, it was never really a, considered a luxurious food item. Not not that it is now, but it's definitely not. It doesn't even matter. God, yeah, now, but like. If I could think of some of the best food, it's usually going to be pizza or some, mm-hmm. something of the, some kind of food like that. Right. Have you, have you had, um, like, other cities pizza? Like, have you had, like, New York-style pizza or, like, when you've gone to New York or have you gone to Chicago and, like, had their deep dish? So, I've never been to New York or Chicago. Um, actually, that's a lie about New York. But I have not been to New York with money and autonomy. I went when I was in elementary school. I was okay. in, th- in the third grade. I went for the summer because mm-hmm. my dad had a business trip. And my sure. mom was, I think she was in Washington, D.C. And my dad was having a business trip in New York. Okay. So we went with my dad to New York. And my dad got one of his coworkers daughters who was a caregiver to basically babysit us for three days i don't know how they managed to work that arrangement out okay but she was probably compensated very well um but we would we went to like the intrepid museum and we walked that was was the most walking that nine-year-old me had ever done okay Okay. i had like we walked 10 blocks and to the intrepid museum from the hotel um, and the Intrepid Museum is, I feel like I'm going on a tangent here with my trip to New York, but the, I, I'm a big fan of like aircraft carriers and just aircraft and like aeronautics and just air and space technology shenanigans and just that whole kind of industry. Mm-hmm. And seeing an aircraft carrier and being up close to one was really cool but we didn't really do much pizza venturing when i was there okay so we i'm never been to new york yet either but when i go there i don't think pizza is going to be my staple food that i'm going to you know go and eat because there's so many cultures there there's so many like mm-hmm. little like Going to Chinatown would be cool. Like, the Italian food in New York is supposed to be pretty good, too. And, like, there, I remember there was a thing um, when the fires were happening up in Canada. They somehow sneaked a law in New York that um, they have to reduce emissions. Um, so they forced business owners who have wood stoves, like wood brick stoves, for pizza joints to reduce their sales so those pizza joints wouldn't produce so much emissions and smoke and in, smoke into the air which uh-huh. is ridiculous but that, <laughs> that's so ridiculous so, that's so crazy <laughs> because it's like the fires weren't ha- like the emission i'm sure new york has a high emissions rate of course because there's so many cars and just bullshit Mm -hmm. but like that's so crazy that they had to reduce the sales of pizza joints because of the fire or the smoke that's produced from like wood stoves like what the fuck dude wood stoves that's crazy right like that's so naughty (laughs) so 
Um, oh. But yeah, I can't wait to go to New York. I have a um, I have a buddy that like shits on New York because he went once and he was like, "Fuck that place! I hate it! I'm going to live in the fucking middle of nowhere, like cornfields, because that shit's pl-. like yeah." But um, I mean, urban environments are loud. They're stressful. They're cramped. They're stinky. They can get hot in the summers. Mm-hmm. But there's but there's so much good food. There's, there's beautiful so museums. There. There's comedy like, clubs everywhere. Pro. So are you are you pro urban? Yeah. Life. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I think I'll probably have a a pure split. I'll probably like in my youth. I'll probably like love to go like live in cities and all that. Mm. But like once I like settle down, have a family, I'll probably want to live on the outskirts of a nice city. But that's me at, you know, 22. Who knows? I'll change my opinions eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to live in New York at least once. Or Chicago. Or Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Um, I think it would be... I've personally never been one to want to live in a city because you pay for way more than you need to. Okay. To exist. Sure. Just simple existence costs more. Mm-hmm. Um... Which I mean, if I'm if I'm like really rich, it's not going to be a problem. Sure. But then okay. there's the problem of getting really rich to right. deal with that. That's true. Um, but then there's also. But you get to walk everywhere, dude. Oh, to walk everywhere, so badass. I know, but um, but like. You don't have to get in your little modular car and be separated from everybody. You like. The things I love about living where I live now is that I have to pass crackheads on the side of the street that passed out on benches. And that's fun. Like, you get, like, a little spectacle every time you walk somewhere. And that shit's... I don't know. I find that to, like, have a silver lining. You get to be, like, part of, like, the ecosystem. You get to see everybody in their hustle and bustle. Like, when you're in your car driving to the city you need to go to, you're having the hustle and bustle. You're in your car. You're focused on getting to your destination. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're walking around, you can, like, check your heart rate. <laughs> like, <laughs> simple shit. No, that is... That, that does seem really nice. The There comes with the caveat of just... You pay more to live. And... Mm-hmm. Having a lot of other people around you can be inconvenient sometimes. It's true. It's true. Living in an apartment as a musician can be inconvenient. Okay. So urban areas are difficult to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I get an electric drum set. Um, and then that changes everything. That changes everything because okay. then I don't have to live in a house. I've mm-hmm. always been on the... like residence market to look for a house to get like me three other people Mm -hmm. and just split up a house okay like me and three other roommates that's that's your renting plan i'm assuming that that's my renting plan yeah and um we what we would do is we would basically turn that house into a big hub for everything yeah so like right if If, per se, it was me and, like, a bunch of buddies and we were in a band, Mm -hmm. we would use that... We would turn that house into a studio. And that was the dream for a minute. 
Yeah. That was the dream for a bit, but then uh, we lost... Uh, but then you gotta live with those people. <laughs> Whatever. 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 You don't really? Okay. No, I've done... Okay. We lived with each other in drum corps. It's fine. Okay, okay. And That's and totally fair. That just teaches you how to... That teaches... Going to sleep in a gym floor full of like 150 people around you mm-hmm. and just being able to tune them out and just go to bed is like it's fine okay um there was one um this was about three or four years ago but i was like searching for a house to live in mm-hmm. and um i found this house that was like a thousand dollars a month and mm-hmm. i got and it had of it was either four or five bedrooms and i got four other people to live in that house and to pay for it so we were about to split 200 or 250 a month for living in a house in a house bro and i was that's like, the dream it's the it, and it was the house was right by the river too and there was a park right in front of the house and like beautiful neighborhood and like the house is a little shitty so that's why it was a thousand a month okay. but like man it like it, i still dream about <laughs> like, you still i still dream about that you still situation try to do that oh because like because i dead ass I ha- Ben wants to get a studio mm-hmm. in either Atlanta mm-hmm. or like LA. Yeah, yeah. And um, I would really want to get in on that to get also get a studio because that helps me immensely with everything that I want to do for my career too. Right. And being able to like partner up and like split the cost of a studio and share it for each of our career purposes would be like a really good move yeah for us for sure and um well basically the the what i'm trying to say is if that's isn't it interesting how like you have to go to atlanta or la for a good pool of people creatively well if you want to like network around them in person without flying it's kind of yeah. annoying is there's like no real who's music? out here right who's in cincinnati dude like barely anybody like it yeah i don't know at least with the like at least with the music industry the music industry is like non non-existent you would have to go to nashville to have at least some representation of like the music industry mm-hmm but yeah, I'm sorry I cut you off. Like I I don't even remember what I was saying. Mm. Would you want to get a house with Ben? Is that the plan? That was what I was cu- kind of getting at. Mm-hmm. However, um, I still think we would need more people For to sure. split it up and be more cost effective than an apartment. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. Godspeed, man. Mm-hmm. Godspeed. Um, yeah. That's interesting. I, um, I don't even know if I should talk about this, but I guess I, sh- I I'm talking to like a little like, uh, like a low nonchalant rapper right now, mm-hmm. and I'm trying and um, I'm trying to make music covers for him. So like, and he's from Atlanta, and like the thing is like texting about like business stuff like that, like is horrible and i just like wanted to call him or like meet up with him but he's in atlanta and um yeah yeah that is where the music industry is 
I know. I know. I, um, I don't know when, but I've been trying to get out of Cincinnati and Ohio eventually. Mm-hmm. However, I still have a couple more years that I'm able to do this drumline that I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's in the area that I've basically made my home for the last five years. Yeah. Um, I like the time track. <laughs> well, you know, five years. <laughs> five years. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm manifesting that Rolex right there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right. No, Rolexes are for our, um, no. No. Not for Kyle. You're not a, you're not a watch guy? Oh, but when I get the money. You never know, man. Oh. You never know I what kind of. tempted. <laughs> I'll be so tempted to get, like, I'll just be so tempted to splurge mm-hmm. all over. Um. I think my car would be the first thing I'd start thinking about splurging. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I know that's, cars are just bottomless pits of non- investment you'll never get your bang for your buck when you put money into your car but the thing is man just to have like a nice car with nice rims and you're like shit dog like i gotta have a jeep wrangler and like man it'd be so cool to have like cool bumpers and just cool rims and just like (laughs) shit dog we just took out the cloth seats we're putting gator leather in here shit not the gator leather (laughs) fuck off with the gator leather i'll have white leather (laughs) i'm gonna be driving my fucking rinky dink shagging wagon yeah 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 i mean it's a mercedes fuck it i'm driving a benz Mm mm-hmm yeah, you're driving a Nazi car. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm pr- I'm feeling pretty pretty fascist about that. It's how dare you, man? How dare I'm you? Sorry, it's just it's you know. Can I lay a crazy fact on you? Because this like boggles my mind. When yes. NASA after World War Two, NASA hired an um the head. NASA hired a Nazi to be head of NASA after World War II. Wow, that's crazy. They, what's even crazier is that, like... That's what got us to the moon. (laughs) 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 It's the German engineering, what am I telling Uh, you? No, they were the best at ballistics, or not ballistics, but uh, missiles. They were the best at missiles, and just, like... And rocketry. I mean, like, that was their... They were, like... They were the first ones to have a rocket, um, like, successfully go to England and bomb one of London's, like... That sounds horrible. I I don't... Have you watched the History Channel after, like, 9 p.m.? And it's just, like, aliens and (laughs) Nazis and... <laughs> Dude, the Cold War and in Antarctica, how there's bomb shelters in Antarctica. Oh yeah, and there's a hole in the bottom. Like, no, there's actually you go to the poles yeah. of the Earth, and no, I'm, I'm uh-huh. serious. I'm, I'm telling you, you. Do you believe in hollow Earth theory? And there's we- a giant hole. It's mm-hmm. a gaping hole, and mm-hmm. you go in this hole, and what's actually down there, and what's what's actually inside the Earth, or dinosaurs. Yes. And other, uh, more advanced humans. More advanced aliens. But these guys are the ones responsible for genetically engineering the first humans in sub-Saharan Africa around 200,000 years ago. So think about us like barnacles on the bottom of a ship. 
you know, we just are this like gross, gross moss that uh-huh. just that just grows on outside of the ship. But on inside the ship, there's more advanced beings. And when I refer to this ship, I mean Earth. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for comfortable? Looking for comfortable and stylish apparel? Something right up your alley? Aruga has a collection for you. Monochrome features sleek black and white designs. The Workweek and Thermal features pops of vibrant color. Check out arugastore.com for unique styles and streetwear. Um, gosh, I went down a rabbit hole of Antarctica crap, of like all the conspiracies that go with Antarctica and how the U.S. military has huge bases that um, serve as secondary governments if nuclear war goes down and how the Pentagon has basically a support system when nuclear war does happen. And then like... Yeah, dude, how there's, like, fucking sound rays that destroy... I don't know. There's, like, so, there's so much deep conspiracy on YouTube about Antarctica. Like, I, I think I consumed an unhealthy amount of it. Because oh, my God. It's so crazy. Did you... Dude, have you ever seen the, the laser gun that the military has? Wait, like, the, the... I've seen... It's like a microwave gun. That's basically what it is. It's... But, was it the one that's on the boat? Yeah, yeah. Or the one that's from, like, space. No, this is on... So, the U.S. military released YouTube videos on their official YouTube channel. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and they were talking about how in 2010 they made this laser gun that could shoot at the speed mm-hmm. of light. Let's just absorb that for a second. Well, it shoots at the fucking speed of light. It's... What's it shooting at the speed of light? I What they say is... I, from my understanding, is microwaves. So, okay, so it's like, so it's shooting light at the speed of light. I, th- I I think it's like a almost like a heat form of combustion that it that it shoots. So like they were doing tests of like a boat that was like miles away mm-hmm. from the battleship, and they aimed at the at that ship, and then they shot at the speed of light, and it's just like you see these metal rods that have no ability to combust. You know what I mean? There's just like no ability for these metal rods because they have no gasoline on them. They have no nothing. But then they just explode of, and because they show in the camera of mm-hmm. the boat and it, it just explodes and you're like, what the yeah. fuck just happened? Like, and um, yeah, that was their video, which was really interesting. <laughs> it was like a 30 or 40 second like nonchalant thing. Where it's like, these weapons will be equipped to most battleships because this is good anti-nuke um, anti deterrence. Anti-nuke deterrence. Well, it sounds like just like what being able to weaponize light. That, like... So nothing can go faster than light. Nothing can go the speed of light. Right. I'm nerding out for a minute because light is massless. Mm-hmm. The photon mm-hmm. has no mass. Right. Which is 
And when you when you go into like the foundations of physics, mm-hmm. you're completely correct. There's nothing faster than light. We're actually we're in an expanding universe right now, and the universe only expands to how fast light is. So well, it's it's the that is some existential level like understanding. Like yes, the universe is expanding. What's even crazier is like. It's not so much that the universe itself is like a physical object that's getting bigger, whereas everything inside of it is getting equally further apart from the things around it. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like if you were to like put everything like on a canvas and then you were just to magically shrink the footprint of everything. You've just made the canvas between the things grow. Okay. Relative to whatever's in it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at the shapes of the uni- the universe or the theories of what the mm-hmm. shapes are? It's so crazy how many ideas there are and how the universe is shaped. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's, there's... Well, it's a four-dimensional shape. Okay. Have you seen the have you have you ever seen a tesseract? Yeah. That's a fuckery one, man. So Jesus, that's a fuckery one. Because you can talk <laughs> Can I before we go into the tesseract thing, I so I want to go into this idea that um the way we understand I t- in, intelligence, the way like let's say if I wanted to quantify your intelligence, uh-huh. I would put a piece of paper, a 2D thing, and I would test you. But me and you live life in a 3D world. So how could you test me on a 2D paper? And you know what I mean? So like the fact that you lose... When you say test, what do you mean? Like traditional, just like um, a question and then you have four options for the answer. And then after your, let's say, 10 questions, I'll quantify how you did on that test. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. But then that's a 2D representation of what your intelligence is. But we live in a 3D world. Well, we live in a... What? Well, you're going to be like, we live in a 4D world. We live in, <laughs> we live in an 8D, in 8D world. world. Bro, there's fucking 27 dimensions. What are we talking about? Well, you see, I, I, I'm starting to think that people uh, are using the word dimension to, to describe different things. Okay. Um, whereas, like, the dimensions of space, like the spatial dimensions, mm-hmm. like uh, length, width, height, and time, those describe, like, the entire universe and everything in it. Okay. Throughout all four of those dimensions describes the single object that is all of existence. Are you saying that the fourth dimension is time? Yeah, and it's a spatial dimension. Interesting. And whereas, like... Ah, that's actually sick. Like, a good good thought of, like, me trying to represent this would be in the... um, interstellar movie Mm -hmm. at the end when he's like going through the idea of going through time but it's in the spatial representation yeah that was a bit more of a cinematic kind of yeah (laughs) yeah i'm with you on that it's it's more conceptual because we can't actually 
perceive that because we are three dimensional mm-hmm. creatures living in a four dimensional reality. Right. So we can't really. That's why there's so many things about our universe that confuse us is because it's not under obli- any obligation to make sense to us. Mm-hmm. So there's just things that are unfathomable that just exist, and there's nothing we can do about it. We can jot down our little numbers and write our little commute, like write our little equations, right. point our little telescopes at anywhere, mm-hmm. and but the like our brain is just too small to understand it all. Yeah, yeah. That's why we need AI. We just need that big brain. We well, just need anything, it to <laughs> anything that's gonna be able to exist and think within the universe mm-hmm. is not going to be able to fully understand it. The full universe. Yeah, because it itself is a part of it. Okay. Nothing that's able to think. Because, like, our brains are the universe. They're made of the parts of the universe. Mm -hmm. The energy that goes through them itself is a part of the universe. And we are, therefore, all parts of it. Um, Which means anything that we're able to understand and think about is going to have to... Like, our brain has to be complicated enough to be that intelligent to understand it. Mm-hmm. And you run into, like, a spiral where, in order, like, your brain's got to be this complicated to understand this thing. But in order to understand this thing, it's got to be that complicated. And in order for it to understand, it's in order for something to understand itself, it has to be more complicated than itself. Okay. And that's okay. And uh, that's 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 basically the premise of Gödel's theorem, which is that anything that is inside the universe can't really fully comprehend its own nature. It's pretty badass. Kinda. I got I got to be honest, like to be one of those great minds to just like be able to look at the big picture. Like, I was, uh, have you ever researched the Drake Equation? I have not. The Drake Equation goes over the idea of how much alien life would be in the universe, and then they go over the foundation of, like, okay, what causes life, how many planets are in a solar system, how many, how many stars are in the galaxy, how many galaxies are there, and how many races of life would be able to reach this point where they can enter, like, they can travel through space and travel to distant stars. And it, it's just this compilation of like how much intelligent life would be out there that mm-hmm. travels the stars. And it's just like to be able to have that big picture is phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's so cool. I mean, that's really so badass just to be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? To be yeah, like, I I, because the, to be able to, like, you can't talk about this with the person that you're walking down the street and you're like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, they'll just look at you like you're crazy. Right, right. They'll look at you like, dude, I gotta pay my taxes, like, tomorrow. What are you talking to me about the, the universe, the galaxies? Dude, I, I live in... You know, I live in this country, I live in this state, there's a football game on on Saturday, what are you talking to me about this, you know, these aliens out there? Like, nobody gives a shit. And it's so fascinating, like, the, um, this is so far from the normal conversations that go on, Mm -hmm. you know, like, have you, like, do you have those friends where you, like, you start talking to them, you're like, shit, we're in these boring conversations about, you know, how, you know, they're like, I got to do my laundry today. Oh, I got to, you know. Yeah, it, I, I got to go comprehend 
the fuck. universe. The universe <laughs> and the and the, we're the, all a part of the universe, man. If Me you and think you about are the it, same. If you think about it, where does your body stop and the universe begins? What is you? Mm-hmm. Are you your arm? Mm. Or are you not your arm? I my favorite thing is what were you before you were born? Mm-hmm. What's that deep down feeling you have before you were born? Well, the universe itself is this single object, big, okay, four-dimensional object. There's the past. There's the future. There's the beginning. There's the end. It's not linear. That's not actually the end, and that's not the beginning. It's just okay. a big old thing. So you believe in string theory? That the universe starts and stops continuously? Well, it's not that it starts and stops continuously. It's that time is a dimension of the universe. And the universe is a single concept. Mm-hmm. The single concept of everything. Okay. There's not a beginning. There's not an end. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing past that point, And there's just nothing past this point okay okay and it's kind of like either side of it can look whatever way that it wants the point is um do you talk uh, about this with your first date i have talked <laughs> about this with rachel yes yeah oh we, rachel I've, yeah yeah that's yeah. her name yeah yeah um i have talked about this with her mm-hmm. we we have gone down a number of existential rabbit holes okay that normal com- normal people don't talk about right because that's not what normal people talk about it's not no it's not it's really not no it's not yeah <laughs> it's it's crazy to me how much people don't talk about like those mm-hmm. crazy concepts because you bore me to death if you want to talk about everyday shit you know but like the real questions at life like what are you what you are know, you? What are you? Is what your, is this life right is, now? is your consciousness a physical object or is it a separate dimension of space in which your soul resides? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, you look around you and all you actually see is the images that your brain has rendered from just seeing. Mm-hmm. But it looks like you're just in a... Like, you're in the world and obviously you're in the world and you're, like... I'm at this table. I yeah, am yeah. at this table. Right. But and what I, I... I feel this table. This table feels hard. This, this exists in my mind. But you know how... Um, um, do you know how, like, yeah. there's, like, uh, these atoms technically all have space in between them? Mm-hmm. And then, like... But then all... So do my... My hands have atoms with all space in between them, too. So how does my hand not just go right through this table? But I feel it as like a hard service. There, I think there is a magnetic reason to that. Because I'm mass and this is mass. Because I yes, I think so. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Something something like that. There is a reason, and I don't know it mm-hmm. entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna trade headphones just for fun. Just so you get the experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, I'm going to have a mic that's, like, upon, um, like, those big old arms so that it doesn't pick up any audio of this stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, this this is a, this is me patting the table to feel the atoms <laughs> lining up perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's try a- that. Try that at home. Just like feel the atoms on the table. <laughs> so how long did it take until you started bringing those conversations up with Rachel? Uh, Immediately, or did you like were, ease in? They were really early because I wanted to like see what she was about. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to end up where I like meet someone and I get into a relationship with them, and then I find out something about them that I just, like, didn't notice. Like, okay. oh, I can't talk to this person about this subject. Right. That's really annoying because right. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And I made sure to not have that. Yeah. I made sure to talk about all of my special interests. This goes for, like, I mean, special interests are something that you should always bring up with someone that you want to, to spend a lot of time spend with. a lot of time with. For like sure. what are you interested in? Because these are gonna be the things that I'm gonna talk about. These to are the gonna end be of time that I'm going <laughs> to care about for the rest of my life. And if right. you're not able to meet me on that and also care about the things that I care about. Mm-hmm. We're like, gonna have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or at least course. if you don't care to know what they are. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know everything there is to know about color guard because that is that's a rabbit hole that I'll have to take a lot of time to learn and I'm also not fluent in sign language my girlfriend is fluent in sign language that's awesome ASL um and do you ever throw some fun ones at her like bullshit or um (laughs) oh man I used to know so (laughs) I used to know all the bad words (laughs) I used to know all the bad like what like vagina and penis uh-huh. and like all that shit? It's so fun, actually. I I, I used to uh, like people always used to like just make something up and then say it was a bad word because yeah. I would have someone tell me like six different things that all meant fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's more of like a gesture. Because mm-hmm. like some some things aren't like an outward word. You have to have kind of paint the picture. It's like um, when you have to say asshole. I remember this chick was like. She would do the one for V, for vagina. It's like, no, not that one. Oh, asshole? No, not that one. The bridge in between is the taint. Like, that kind of stuff. And it's so funny. It's so funny. The bridge in between. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, I loved all that shit. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Um, but, yeah, sign language, sign language is a cool one. That's really cool. But you know that there's different languages of sign language? I did, actually. So, there's also, like, signed exact English, which is, you can, there's ASL, which is its own language, Mm -hmm. and then there's English in sign, which is not its own language. Okay. Because it's just English, but all the words have a sign translation, which Mm -hmm. is really kind of weird, because you think to yourself, well, why is that not just its own language? Which, but... The reason why that's not its own language is because it changes with English. When English changes, like, over time, sign exact English also has to change to... And adapt. And adapt. Wow. Because you'll be using English words with your hands, with English grammar with your hands, and Mm -hmm. that follows whatever English does over time. Okay. And ASL... It's separate. Own complete separate thing. It's got its own grammar that's independent of English. That's cool. Mm -hmm. It always like baffles me that 
there are different sign languages. Like, why? That's so crazy, you know what I mean? Like, well, you, would think, you would think that they would be able to pull that shit off, like, uniformly, but no. Why? why? I mean, I, vocal languages, there's multiple vocal languages. That's totally true. That's totally true. I don't know. It's fascinating that we haven't pulled off a universal language yet. I mean, we're so together with... There's this concept that um, we're the most connected generation. Um, it's They say it's homo connectus. I mean, we've been able to do that with independent countries. Okay. They've been able to pull off national languages. Mm-hmm. The, the problem with global language is then you have the globalists. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. So... What did they call that? The they, global cons- well, I don't know. There's uh, so many global conspiracy theories. I know. Like, about because um, it used to be painted as like the Illuminati, but then they, but then there was like another. Um, oh my gosh! I totally forget what they call it. Well, I think at this point it's just been like a bunch of people trying to tell the same story in seven thousand different ways. New World Order. New World Order. That's New what World I always Order. heard of as. The uh-huh. New World Order was like the people who want to take over all the governments and just want to become one hive. One big old hive mind. Right. Um, there's also the World Economic <laughs> Forum. You want to talk about uh, that one? Where they don't want you to own your cars anymore. They want you to rent no. your fucking cars. They, you don't get to own anything. Right. You will own nothing and you we'll will be, be happy. Dude, I want to fucking slap whoever fucking made Klaus that. Klaus Schwab. <laughs> you get to yeah. go slap him. Dude. Where's this pizza? Hold on, I'm checking my phone. That's such an insane concept, by the way, because, like, I, how could you be happy and own nothing? Like, I get it. Um, the idea of owning things is a pretty Western uh, concept of being able to own my land and own my uh, things, but the fact that somebody's going to be like, you're going to rent everything, you're going to have to be slave labor all your life if you mm-hmm. want to be able to afford everything, which like it just goes back into the separation of classes and like, you know, no matter what culture you go to, there's always a class system. And that fascinates me. It doesn't matter what parties you're talking about, what political systems you're talking about. There's always a class system. Well, the human cycle really is like you you create a country and it's fair and democratic off the start. Mm-hmm. And there's not a separation from the people who run it and the people who live in it. Okay. Beautiful um, concept, by the way. Sounds like a utopian society. <laughs> well, it starts off that way because the right. people who run it used to just be people who lived in it. Right, yeah. And then eventually, as generations go by, people are born into power. They're born into that power from the people who started the country. And then eventually, after like a couple hundred years, social class divide separates to a point of like revolution. Mm-hmm. And then... Well, it just restarts. I forget which American founding father said that uh, governments go stale after 200 years and that you need to have a little uh, restart to be able to have a fresh functioning government. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. We're at that, what, 250 years old for the United States of America? So, like, I don't don't know. And what was 50 years ago? The World War II? 
Cold War. Cold War. World War Two. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. And uh, did we ever? Did we ever like make good on everything with all of that? No, we didn't. No. 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 There was a lot of people who went to Argentina. There was a lot of people who made Adidas and Mercedes. Oh. oh. We don't like things. Ouch. But I'm still buying A-D-I-D-A-S because I love that shit. Three stripes, homie. <laughs> Three stripes. Dude, the Adidas joggers, man. I'm sorry. You can't. Uh, yeah. What are those things called? The fits? The, um... Tracksuits. 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 Yeah. It's a big popular thing, man. Tracksuits are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I don't know how you get around that. I guess Ruga's gonna have to make some tracksuits eventually, but... We'll see. Jogger pants style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy a shirt, arugastorage.com. <laughs> <laughs> what a plug-in. What a plug. That's hilarious. Yeah. Man, I didn't even get to show you the uh, Galactic Federation uh, commercial. Dude, uh, after this, I'll show you it mm-hmm. because it's so, like, it just makes me laugh because it's so ridiculously hilarious. Update. Um, <laughs> it's Pizza. just is it here uh no okay, i don't okay. know what it's doing it is you know if, if they get here in 10 minutes that means we could just cut off eat and then we can go to um because we got we got some plans after this we're gonna go to a we're gonna tour a um what is it it's like a power facility gosh mm-hmm. i'm just gonna read the email because um Kahaya, a a regular guest on this show, is inviting me to a class tour of a power plant near Cincinnati, and we will see uh, two large gas turbines, two gas coal wood chip furnaces, and also chilled watered facilities. I mean, like, it's going to be fascinating. Um, I can't wait for that. That's at 315. Wait, is that a class tour? Yeah, yeah, but we're allowed because I don't know why. But like, he's just bringing us along, which interesting. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be fun. So he's allowed a plus two. Oh, he's gonna. We're bringing three people. He's bringing his girlfriend too. Oh, so it's word. gonna be a plus three. It's gonna <laughs> be a plus three. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be hilarious. That's but gonna he's be gonna be fun. picking us up in his Nazi car as well. He's got BMW. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited for that one. Okay. Well, this. Unfortunately, does not have an ETA on yeah. the pizza. No worries, man. Oh. Have you gone on any fun dates with Rachel yet? Um, we don't. We didn't have time during the summer for yeah. really anything because okay. the average drum corps day was like. I mean, you would sleep in the gym. Of whatever school you were rehearsing at. And I you heard were, you before. That's insanity, yeah. by the way. That's and, so insanity. How military would, is that? <laughs> uh, not really. It's okay. not that strict about, like, how... It's not very regimented about, like, how you conduct yourself at all times. Okay. Um, but there's a couple th- things that you do need to keep organized. You'll, okay. Like, you'll ideally want to keep all your stuff organized just for... Safety. Reason. Safety yeah. and... Uh, not losing your shit. Right, right. Um, but, like, you don't have to set up anywhere specific. They'll just divide the gym into two halves, and you'll have your own air mattress. You'll blow it up, and you'll just sleep wherever. They separate by gender? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> because if they didn't... 
What? Well, what? people fuck on tour. Oh, yeah, of course. And, and they fuck in the gyms. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah. of course. Just and under the blanket. Just be quiet. Yeah. I never <laughs> yeah. did. Oh, yeah. Um, what a good soul. What a good soul. Now, I would. Get, I got an Airbnb on... Okay. Um, we had a free day when we had our show in San Antonio. The next day we had off, like okay. nothing. So we got an Airbnb and just spent the day at an Airbnb. Cool. With Rachel. Cool. Great. So that was the only fun <laughs> date you had? Well, no, we just didn't really, we didn't really go on many dates. We went on an IHOP date when she was staying at my house. Okay. We were basically just trying to make up for all the time we couldn't spend together because we were rehearsing and performing shows. Mm-hmm. Um... What would, so be your, just, what would be your ideal date? Where would you want to take her? Would you want to do, like, the... Would you want to do, like, classy, like, take her to, like, a so museum? Or would, like, what oh, you well, want to do? Oh, well, we did go to a, the National History Museum, Smithsonian. That's in fucking D.C. Awesome. when I flew out to see her last week. Okay. She lives in D.C. She lives in, uh... She lives in Calvert County... Maryland, which is really close to Baltimore. Okay, okay. And she goes to school at Towson University. Okay. So. That's just one over my head, but that's okay. Yeah, I'll it's just all like just my head and be like, yeah, for sure, bro. Maryland. Yeah, yeah. The coast. Okay. That area. Yeah. DC close by. Mm-hmm. Thumbs I'm up. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I got a, I have a friend who lives in DC, and same thing it's like mm-hmm. they describe and i'm like yeah for sure yeah I, yeah totally yeah i know, know what you're talking about I've yeah been yeah totally no what's my stomping grounds bro mm-hmm. like oh around the corner that's like my favorite joint to go to yeah yeah, yeah. I just, i'm out here with the cornfields and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but um we would <clears throat> so i want to i would love to go hiking but that's mm-hmm. going to be a multi-day thing. So for date, I'm not going to obsess over the word date. I'm just going to activity. Just the anything involving planning. me and her. So right, of course. Well, I really want to go. I would love to get an RV, and go around, like, rural. Oh, I got. I'm getting a phone call. We're getting a phone call. Getting a phone call. Hold on. Oh shit. Hello. Yep. Alright, hold on. I'm going to meet you out there. Alright, we're gonna pause, people. I'm so it's sorry. It's here. Alright. Okay, we're, we're still rolling. Okay, um... Wait, we were still rolling? Oh, no, not... Like, I just wanted to make sure that um, when I hit record that it still records on the the main file if that makes sense and oh. it doesn't create a separate file dude it there's just so much little shit with the program that i just try to make sure that it goes smoothly but um yeah thank you so much for listening and we're uh since kyle ordered some pizza we're gonna fucking dig into some pizza and i almost dropped the dr pepper i think that was a dr pepper i'm really not sure but it is I hope that thing doesn't spray all over the fl- uh, over the walls. That's sick. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Thanks for listening, and thank you for having me. You know, of course, man, of <laughs> course. And we got to be ready. Visit arugastore.com today and enter the discount code OP15.
for 15% off your order on all Aruga merch. Free shipping for orders over $50 is available as well. Thank you. The Aruga Podcast. Somehow somebody's always looking the other way. Now look at these guys. They look busy, right?